Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Nightmares Podcast, where we talk about all things horror movies, comics, video games, and whatever the bloody hell else we could think about. I'm your host, Zachary Smith, and I'm joined today by Mark the Kitty Cat Conway and Brandon the Rakowski Rakowski. How's everyone doing today? Doing fantastic, Zach. Um, and then every once in a while, we go ahead and review awesome people that are also involved in horror as well. Indeed we do. We have a few guests lined up that we are trying to get on this podcast, and holy hell, it's going to be one hell of a rap. And you, you know, you busted his balls about being, a, being an asshole who makes a lot of puns. The uh, when you just did the same thing. Well, here's the thing. Man. I don't make I, puns. You sir are a hypocrite, and you sir are a liar. You know what, Mark? <laughs> Deep down, we're all and hypocrites. I sir is an Italian. He's the Italian. I got nothing. The, I'm, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. There, there was a joke there. I failed it. Blame the Italian. Or not. The, uh, anyway, Brandon, the, uh, I'm sure you had some kind of working pun going for, uh, for this, uh, to talk about exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, is it the final pun? What? Oh. <laughs> I, I oh. could keep going all day with this. Oh, Jesus, I feel like, like... At, at least my puns make sense when I make them. But that one was really bad, too. It was bad because it was bad, and it was also bad because it didn't make sense. But was it... Finally bad? Uh, Brandon, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> Tonight we are talking about the Final Girls. Both the movie and actual Final Girls in movies. Yo, dog, I got your Final Girls with your Final Girls with your Final Girls. Yo, dog, I heard you like some Final Girls, so we put some Final Girls in your Final Girls so you can watch some Final Girls while they're the Final Girls. I, I, I think I just had an aneurysm. Um, the... So you, uh, yeah. So Brandon, you want to give a little quick, a quick description about this particular movie that we just watched? Yes. So tonight I showed Mark and Zach a movie called The Final Girls, which is for, to put it very simply, it's essentially the slasher version of the Last Action Hero. It's about a group of friends who end up in a 1980s slasher movie. And they have to survive not only the slasher killer, but all the movie tropes. I'm just going to say that this movie was critically underrated. Like, it's almost the same situation as Last Action Hero. When that movie came out, I guess nobody liked it and nobody went to go see it. Now it's like a cult classic. This is the horror version of that. Pretty much. I'm, I'm super upset that I didn't know about this movie at the time. This yeah, movie, and I, I've been telling you about it for weeks. He too. has, but it's like, oh my god, this movie was so fucking amazing. I love it. Yeah, dude. It, 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 yeah, no, I, I love it too. It's fucking fantastic. I, um, I, the, um, every, every bit of satire and every bit of parody and every, you know, every joke, you know, worked for me. You know, all the stuff worked. It was just worked. The, the way I like to describe it is it's scream if it were actually good. I don't see that. I don't see that at all, dude. I, I, again, I'm going to go with Cabin in the Woods and or Last Action Hero on this one. Well, it's definitely the last action hero movie of the horror genre, but... Yeah, um, uh, yeah, but this is fucking great. This is super, super great. Oh my god, it was fucking amazing, like... The um, God. I just figured out something else too because I was talking about before the podcast. I was trying to come up with reasons why you know this wasn't as didn't have as much attention. Brandon giving the obvious answer, which is that marketing was probably shitty. It was a it was only a four and a half million dollar budget movie. It was a smaller movie. It probably just didn't have the marketing budget 
Which is or sad. got bought by a studio that just just didn't care for some reason. D- didn't do anything with it. Which is a crying shame. It I happens. Swear. There's there's two things that I just thought of that are very important. One I talked about beforehand. There was another movie released in 2015 called The Final Girl, uh, which was which is a very bad, uh, poorly rated movie. So I think even if there was good word of mouth, people wouldn't be able to distinguish the difference between the two. Also. Th- and Zach, you know this to be very, very true. PG thirteen rating. Yeah. The um uh, any horror movie that had a PG thirteen rating was often hot fucking garbage. Yeah, which is again, there's that rare scenario where a PG thirteen horror movie will be fucking amazing. Like, how is this this good? Like, the the biggest example I can think of is um what the hell um. Insidious. That's that's a great example of a great horror movie. That's a PG thirteen horror movie. I fucking love it, but. Yeah, most of the time when you see PG-13 in horror, you think, oh, the, the you get shit like Wish Upon or, oh, God, what else can you think? I don't you know. You didn't like Wish Upon? Uh, I, I, look, I... And Ryan Philippe's uh, dumpster diving? Oh, God. I did theater checks on that one. Every time I look at it, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I think, I think, I... I almost want to say if this went to rated R, it probably would have got better, better exposure. There is actually a reason why it's PG-13. Uh, why and is that? I, I told you guys I was going to save the story for the podcast. So the writer, one of the writers of this movie is Joshua John Miller, who is the son of Jason Miller, who was the actor who played Father Karras in the original Exorcist. Oh. And so he wrote this movie after J- Jason Miller, his father passed away and writing this was sort of his self therapy getting through that which when you watch the movie that totally makes sense with one of the major subplots oh yeah and he did actually write it as like an r-rated movie as well all right um so when he was finally coming down to uh negotiations for selling the script to a studio one studio wanted to keep the r rating but they wanted to get rid of the mother-daughter uh, subplot. Whereas another studio wanted to keep the subplot, but they wanted to make it PG-13. And so the subplot was too important to him to get rid of it, so he sold it to the studio that kept that would keep the story intact. You know, I never thought I'd say this, but this is one of those moments where I actually agree with him, and I'm glad he made that decision. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really fucking. So weird. the reason why it's still good as a PG thirteen movie is because the writing was there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, no it doubt. was absolutely there. Like this is probably one of the best written horror films I've ever seen in my life. Wow, I don't know about all that, but but yeah, it's pretty. It's look, pretty I fuck, look, I love the characters. It was a great story, and yeah, that was one hell of a subplot. The uh, beautiful, like wow. Yeah, no, I mean, this is, yeah, this is definitely dynamite. Um, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, great things. You obviously had um, Adam uh, uh, Devine, which is in a bunch of comedy movies. Um, oh, he was great in he this. He was hilarious. He was Adam Devine, like, you know, as he always is. But he was perfectly cast for I exactly what I think he took it to another level in this one. Like, this was just exquisite. The, um, it was definitely. Uh, um, for the little bit he was in it. Yeah, he really does shine. Was this too sexy or what? <laughs> These, <laughs> that's fucking fantastic. I will not tell even the, even the bloopers at the me, end of, of the credits were worth watching. Oh yeah, dude, the the yeah the credits were good. And then you also had um uh, um uh, Alexander uh, Ludwig, who's been in a bunch of shit as well. 
Um, uh, he was in the Hunger Games. I, I recognized him from the Hunger Games. I, I know him from Lone Survivor. Yeah, Lone Survivor. He's been in a couple other ones I as feel well. Like, I feel like I've seen him before. I just don't know what and what. Uh, he was also in The Ring 2 as well. He was also in The Other Final Girl of 2015. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> no. Wow. Wow, was what he a, the fuck? Was he a lead? <laughs> but he had an interesting choice of which one to market. <laughs> the, um, I think we know which one he preferred. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sure he had a fucking blast. The um, And then uh, um, uh, Thomas uh, um, uh, Middlewich. Yep. Um, Again, he's, he's another guy. I know I've seen him in stuff before. Wolf of Wall Street. He was the guy cleaning the fish tank, and Jonah Hill ate his fish. Oh yeah, that's gotcha. right. And the um, uh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of other shit as well. Um, uh, the uh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of other comedies, the campaign, um, tag, a couple other, uh, a couple yeah. other good ones as well. So you had a really all-star cast. Yeah, and, yeah uh, Zach, do you want to talk about the uh, subplot in question? Uh, so, because I I kept that from you guys, I kept yeah. that a secret. Like all I've told you guys was this is the last action hero of horror movies. I told you that again and again and again, and yet somehow <laughs> you guys were still surprised when that aspect. Okay, came so it's in. Like, he. I now remember him telling us this, but when we put in the movie, me you and Mark did not remember that. I told you, yeah. It's yeah. like it gets to the point where me and Mark both share the realization. Mark has an excuse. I live with you. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like. Holy shit, this is the last action hero of horror movies. Brandon turns around furious. I fucking told you that like several times. Dude, <laughs> it's more right, than several. All right, I got to and and you got to before you uh, you tell that, I want you to tell um that really interesting tidbit you said about the actress who plays her her mom. The lead at the lead at uh, the lead actress. That is um uh, um you thought that, that was always uh, Via Farmiga's. Yes, uh, so it's I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, but Tessa Farmiga. Um, yeah, I always thought she was Vera Farmiga's daughter because they look exactly alike. Like, I remember when I first saw her in American Horror Story Coven, I was like, she looks exactly like Vera Farmiga. And then I looked her up on IMDb, saw, you know, the Farmiga last name. So I just assumed daughter. And then when I was watching Final Girls with Justin, I showed Justin Final Girls, which actually there's a little funny story about that as well that I'll tell you guys. Uh, he told me, oh yeah, they're sisters. What? No, you're, you're joking. But it's like, no, uh, they are sisters. There's like a 20-something year time gap between them. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. That is crazy. So I, I always thought they were mother and daughter, but nope, sisters. You learn something new every day. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it's both extremely talented actresses, actually. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the... Uh, <coughs> uh, Zach, do you want to talk about the subplot first, or should I tell the Justin story first? What, what order do we want to go here? Uh, you know what? Let's start with the subplot. Let's get okay. into the story. So the, the main subplot of the film is um, essentially um, Thaisa's character. I think her name was Max? Was yes. It? Yeah, uh, Max. Um, her mother starred in this uh, movie. What was the movie called again? Camp Blood. Camp Blood. Oh, of course. Or Camp yeah, Bloodbath. No, Camp Bloodbath. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, no, I don't remember it being it that is. on the nose. But yeah, she started in this movie, Camp Bloodbath, uh, you know, in her younger days. And it becomes, you know, essentially the cult hit that is Friday the 13th only in this movie universe. Uh, her Fast forward, you know, years later. About 20 years. 20 years, give or take 50 feet. Um, 
Max is sitting in the car, you know, waiting. Her mother's at an audition. She comes back. I may have gotten the role or not. So her mother, she she really wanted to be an actress, yeah, you know. And movie her mother star, is the whole Hollywood put, dream. She is trying to put the whole slasher, scream queen thing behind her. Yeah, but, you know, once you're in that... Once you're known for that, it's hard to get away from that. So, you know, all these people, they're just like, oh, yeah, I know you from that one movie. Was it this? No, you were in Camp Bloodbath. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll consider you. So she's having that problem. And, you know, they're kind of living on the road by the looks of it. So, you know, they're having the whole mother-daughter talk and everything like that. The daughter's trying to give her, like, helpful advice, you know, just, you know, just fuck it. Just kind of do what you want to do. And while all that's that's happening, they're driving, and the car crash. They crash, and the mother dies. So fast forward, what was it, three years later, I believe? Yep. Yeah. You know, girl's living on her own. She goes on a date with this guy. You know, they're done study date, and the very cliche nerdy horror fan comes in and asks her to, sh- to do this movie appearance. The Zach. Yeah, no, I am not that motherfucker. Okay. No, no, that's basically Randy. They're, it's their Randy. Like um, I said, scream. The, <laughs> so the he's Rand- got you there, Mark. Yeah, he got me there. Yeah, exactly. So the Randy of this movie comes in. He's just like, please, I, I run this fan club. I've already said you're going to be there. Will you please go there? No. Please, no. She starts to walk away. I will do all your homework because you're going to fail this class if you don't get it done. Fuck. Okay, I'll do it. So, you know, they show up to the movie screening. The movie's playing and everything like that. And the most weirdest series of events happened. So some dude lights a cigarette in the middle of the movie. Um, some dude's drinking a bottle of liquor straight from the bottle. I can't remember. It must have been some sort of whiskey or vodka. I don't know. I think it was vodka. Yeah, probably for the Because, you know, cliche. I'm the alcohol expert of the group. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, sure you are, buddy. Of course, of course. Bottle drops, rolls across the theater, and, you know, leaves a trail of alcohol behind. A clear trail. And... The guy, the ashes from the cigarette fall down, hits the alcohol, pretty much ignites the whole theater on fire. The group is just like, fuck, what are we going to do? All the exits are blocked. Is there an exit behind the theater screen? Yes. They, she takes this machete that came out of nowhere. Or, it, was, it was a prop machete that somebody dropped. Yeah. She cuts a hole through the screen. There's this big flashlight coming out of the screen. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. But all right, whatever. We'll see what happens. And they go through the screen. And then they wake up in the movie. Yep, so now she gets to live the movie with her mother and essentially... Her mother, not her mother, but well, the character her mother's character played by the mother. Yeah, her mother's character. And it's just like this whole like holy shit moment for her. Like, oh my god, my mother's alive again, but she's not really alive. It's... What? <laughs> so yeah, um, imagine your mother was an actress in one of the greatest horror films of all time... Dies horribly in real life, and then you go into that horror movie where she also dies in that horror movie, and now you want to try to save her. What? Jesus Christ, what a fucking scenario. And, yeah, it gets surprisingly emotional, like... And good emotional, too. Yeah, in the best way, like, oh my god, this was fucking great. The, um, it could have made a lot of bad moves, it could have, it, it could have done It could have been again. cheesy, it could have been stupid, it wasn't. It, it was... Perfect. Well, like Brendan said, it fell back on good writing. Yeah. The um, I mean, it was it was good quality writing and and the, the quality writing, quality acting, quality everything. This this movie was fucking quality. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred ten percent. The um, uh, and I I actually thought that we were gonna talk way more about picking our 
<laughs> favorite final girls, but man, there's plenty to talk about with this movie. Um, and the, yeah, I, I was with you, man, because like every scene that, that her and her uh, daughter were, were doing were great, you know, were, were well done, well directed, well acted. Um, it made me emotionally invested in the character. Absolutely. Um, the soundtrack was fucking killer. Yep. Um, uh, the, um, and, and I, I loved the, the credits. When you say the credits, do, yeah, you, do I mean, you mean? I mean the outtakes. Okay. The um, it was it was. Let me finish my sentence. During well, the you, credits, you know why I had to ask that. Of course, the uh, uh well, yeah, that's that is also true. Uh, the the actual credits, the the final final credits, um, the final credits, Mark. The um, uh, just ignore them. The uh, <laughs> uh, just keep going. Uh. The um the bloopers it actually showed a window into how much fun this movie was probably making. And you also saw your worst nightmare as an actor. Oh yeah! Oh my god! That's the worst feeling in the world when you when you have to come into a scene and your brain brain freezes and you're like, "Fuck! Fuck. I was supposed to play something here." <laughs> the um words they are difficult. The um uh, and watching um Adam De- uh, Divine fucking just riff um uh, you know a bunch of different lines were great. The although you know you, you you obviously catch the one that they made it into the film, but to, to catch also catch the ones that didn't make it in and then just to keep going and to show the different ones. Every time I see outtakes, it always reminds me of how fun making films are. Oh yeah, or should be. Or should be, yes, yes. The we, um, we've uh, had some, uh, we've had some ups, we we've had, had some, some situations. We've had some situations. We have some ups and we have. Look, some I'm downs. just saying, if you're in a horror movie, more, it's going to be more fun than it is shit for the most part. Was supposed to be, and then also too, this was not only that; it was also comedy, yeah. and those are both a fucking blast to make comedies and horror. And when you combine them, you know, it should be double the fun. <laughs> and, um, and, and it be. wasn't just like a comedy of. Even though there was improv in the movie, oh yeah, it wasn't just that we're just gonna stick. The, it wasn't like the 2016 Ghostbusters where it's just like we're just gonna stick the camera in front of actors and let them do whatever they want. It's there were some really complex shots in this as well. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. yeah. Well, there's the difference though. They in Ghostbusters, everyone tried to be Adam Adam Devine, the um uh, or Adam Devine, like in the Ghostbusters, all of them were doing the same thing. In this movie, you had one atom. That was it, and that's all you needed. You didn't need a mul- you know, a, a, a whole bunch of him. Like he was great just being him, and everybody else around him were bound by the script and and try to you know work within the great writing. And you had one guy that's allowed to go off, and that's and that's exactly the perfect balance that you want in this situation. So the and that's the problem why a lot of you know Ghostbusters and other movies didn't work because it's a bunch of people, like literally it's your entire cast doing that when in fact that really doesn't fucking work you know you have like one person maybe two doing that but you can't have the whole fucking cast doing that it'll it'll fuck your whole movie very much like ghostbusters you know the newest remake yeah. of ghostbusters the uh, or the reboot or whatever the fuck whatever the fuck that whatever the fuck that was the um uh, but yeah no the uh, great casting um it was fun to um uh, it was fun to see uh um, I had seen the mom in many other things. Um, uh, she's always I know her from Watchmen. You know, I feel like I've seen her in other movies. I just can't remember what. And I okay, so very ironically enough, she, I'm a huge How I Met Your Mother fan. There's literally Zach. You probably know her from Twenty Seven Dresses. 
Of course. What the fuck is a 27 Dresses? It's a Katherine Heigl movie. What the fuck's a Katherine Heigl? Uh, she was the blonde actress from Knocked Up. What the fuck's a Knocked Up? It's you never saw Knocked Up with that That's the Seth Rogen movie, right? Yeah, it's, Judd Apatow, it, yes. it, it, yeah it's, no. it's Back rich. when Judd Apatow made good movies and not... What? What are his, what's his recent movies? Average movies. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. No, like, uh, like what? What was the one that he did with Amy Schumer? That was just a train wreck. Well, it was Amy Schumer, so it was bound to be a train wreck. <laughs> I couldn't give a straight face on that. I, 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 you know what? Like, if we weren't recording a podcast, I'd go make you sit in timeout. Right now. <laughs> they, you're done. Go sit in timeout. The um. Anyway, um. I'm a huge How I Met Your Mother fan, and, and there's a whole th- there's a thing in How I Met Your Mother where um, one of Ted's ex um, ex fiance who let, leaves him at the altar, her the 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 guy the guy that she went that her ex fiance went with, he wrote a screenplay. Oh, I about it. Yeah, and, and guess what? She the mom fucking plays. The screen oh, version Jesus of Christ. Stella, his ex. I remember that episode. Literally, just does exactly this, and I'm like, and I went back and I was looking at her IMDb. I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe she did the same thing in that show that she just did here. That's great. Um, that makes me happy. The um, uh, but it, I don't know. I'm the only one. But um, uh, but great show by the way. Great show. Me and Wes were watching it the other day. It's it's it, it well yeah the uh, the yeah. the ending will break your heart but that's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, speaking of of breaking hearts, this yeah, this had some very good emotional scenes. Um, uh, once again, this was an extreme surprise. Uh, very very much like Dolls was in the Screaming Room. It's a surprise. Um, again, movies that have every right to be bad when they're not. The um, uh, I this is a better movie than Dolls, um, for sure. But. But it, this is one of those situations. Maybe it's my love for love, last action hero. But I like when I first understood what the concept of this movie was. I just went like, "Oh God, please let this be amazing!" And it fucking was. Dude, and, I, and I was in, man. Like once, once we were in, you know, once, once they slashed the and and then which, which I love I'm, too. I'm just gonna ask right now. All those people in the movie theater—they're dead, right? I assume so. I get well. Actually, technically, they're still in the movie. Spoiler alert! So it, it so they probably will never know they're they're in the next movie. You know, that, that, I'm kind of pissed off we don't get a sequel to this because this really could use a sequel. Because like all those exits were blocked. Yeah, they kind of were. So I don't know. No, imagine in the sequel, random people just start pouring in. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And they're on fire. The um. Uh, everyone in 1985 was on fire. I had no idea. <laughs> The, they couldn't uh, stop it. I know, right? Um, One hell of a time. The uh, damn you, Brandon. Damn you to hell. We didn't stop um, the fire. But yeah, no, 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 God. Um, no, no. Once I was in, I was in. No. Like, once they slashed oh, yeah. it, and Zach and I were both like, no, <laughs> no. And, and again, and like, then, and I, like I said, you have an excuse, but this one over here, I've told him the, uh, countless times what this movie it, was about. It's really funny because he has, but for some reason, it just didn't click with me until I... And I'm glad it did it because it made the movie that much better. Oh, yeah, 110%. That moment was such a great moment, and I'm glad I blinked it out of my head because, holy crap, it's like... Ah! Dude, it was like a sitcom moment. We're both like, no... <laughs> 
no. No, and Brandon's and then, like, yes. And then, <laughs> of course, the first thing that happens is the counselors drive up to him in the van. And then after 92 minutes, it happens again. And it happens again. And then you guys realized, oh, it's going to loop. The uh, no, like as soon as I saw the ninety-two minutes, oh, it's that kind of movie. All right, <laughs> got it. The uh, I'm actually impressed that, uh, that that it was a full ninety-two minutes that uh, that movie from the eighties. Oh, yeah, like... The um, uh, but it, no, this is this is fantastic. Um, everybody did a great job. Script was was top notch. Um, the uh, you know everything was was hilarious when it needed to be hilarious. The, um, uh, dude, and those fucking archetypes were great. Um, and yes, that is in fact Matt. Um, uh, the, one of the characters in, in, in the movie is definitely a good friend of ours. The, um, uh, I will now buy him a lot of, uh, I will buy him now buttons so he looks like he works at Bennigan's. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh. I don't know if he'd be like, fuck you, or just like, okay. The, uh, I'm gonna go with that second one. But uh, there's a 50-50 chance for both. Yep, they definitely, definitely. The um, uh, yeah, no, the meta was was on point. It was funny. Uh, the uh, favorite part. Oh my god, um, dude! Honestly, like the the last fifteen, you know, last ten minutes before the 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 first the first credits, yeah. that whole sequence between pretty much from the slow motion on. No, 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 no. Even from like when, the, when they're in the church, the emotional okay. bit between the mother Mine and the mom, daughter. when she goes outside and does the and does. Well, wow, Zach's the picking the emotional moment. Dude, and does <laughs> the day. Oh, all right, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I shed a tear. The uh, dude, like, and there was some things, man. Like, I, I both looked at Zach and I looked at each other. There was a couple moments. I'm like, whoa, this is real. We've I hit, thought I heard we, crying behind me. We've hit real clock. I'm like, oh my god, this is actually really good and, and beautiful. Um, uh, yeah, the the last that last sequence where where the mother finally does you know sacrifices and um uh, and then also the, and then the whole fight was just fucking the fight the was fight was so fucking great good. the uh, was just fucking great and then and then of course and it ended perfectly with the fucking trailer <laughs> with the trailers and with the with the credits oh my god it was Which amazing everything's good and you just see her looking out into the hills and she just has this look on her face. And then it cuts to the reverse, and you see these giant credits <laughs> just coming, coming out, out from the, the hills. <laughs> Jesus, man! I, I would, oh. And then I, Zach, you pretty much lost it when they went to the flashback summer of 1957, and there's that subtitle there, and they actually step over <laughs> the subtitle. They step over this. As soon as I saw, like you know, a, a you know, like a couple of those title sequences, like, oh, this is how far we're going to go. Okay. Yeah. Like when they legit, I'm in. like in the, okay. So as he was saying, there's a flashback scene, a car pulls up and there's this in big white letters, uh, summer, summer of 1957. What? Yeah. 1957. The, the words are still there and the cast is walking and they see the words and they step over it. I'm like, oh my fucking God. And then later on when, <laughs> when, when fucking Billy gets run over and oh. crashes through those. So there's another flashback scene and the main killer is thrown in with them. This car crashes into him, and he crashes, and the letters just explode as he's just bashed right into him. I'm like, oh my god, this is so great, dude! I've never seen such a uh, such a ripoff and such an, a, a tribute of of Friday the Thirteenth before in my entire life. It's the best one. The, I like the only thing I don't like is that goddamn mask. I I dig the mask. I know you guys like it. I think it, I'm just like. 
I'm okay on it. Hey, yeah, hey. It looks so... Oh, look, it's it's the perspective of the howling right now. Zach hates it, Brandon's okay with it, and I like it. How will you feel about it? Fuck if we, we know! <laughs> we should make that a segment, the fuck if we know. Every time that, that happens, every time somebody's like in the middle, somebody hates it, somebody loves it, Fuck if we, we know. We really got to get a jingle for the for these things. Fuck if we know. Yeah, some production value to our podcast would be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, who edits these things? The, uh, Somebody who hates editing podcasts. The uh, that is that is also true. But uh, yeah, no, there's. Um, I think yeah, definitely that, and then also oh, obviously when they entered for the first time was was fucking fantastic. Oh yeah. When, when I knew like what train we were on. And then also, too, like, again, I'm going to go with another emotional moment was when we knew that What's-Her-Face was going to get up behind there. Um, uh, the mom was going to wake up, and then the daughter turns around, and then she asks her her name, and I'm like, oh, ooh. Yep. You know, that's one of those things where you throw it in your heart, go back, um, and you go, oh, fuck, this is where this is going. Yeah, because at first, it's they're just watching the movie, and you're just like, oh, it's kind of weird for her to watch her mom in this kind of role and then she's and then you have to realize all over again oh she's in the movie with somebody that looks like her mom yeah and she's supposed to die violently this is a friday the 13th style movie oh yeah that's definitely definitely the case so your uh, your favorite moment because there's a lot of them that last 10 minutes so like the emotional moment between the mother and the daughter then leading up to that final fight perfect fucking perfect the uh yeah, everything that was the, the music was great. The music choices were great. Um, Doug, all the best friends. Um, the whole supporting. The, the Again, whole supporting. I didn't hate anybody, which is I loved all the characters for different reasons, especially the really stupid chick. Oh my gosh, she was great. It was which, so okay, hilarious. That, 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 that's a good segue into my favorite part: um, <laughs> the dance. Yeah, I, I love the dance, and I'm like, the uh, dance um, was the, phenomenal. Yeah, the actress completely improvised it, and to get into character, she just chugged energy drinks. That is sure. We'll go with energy. I want to meet this woman and just be like, "You are awesome." The uh, well, I mean, energy drinks, Adderall, yeah, you know, same thing. Just chug like five Red Bulls, maybe yeah. a Monster, and then I don't know, some fucking. That is amazing. I, f- I fucking oh. love that. The um, and I'm like, I'm like, so- oh, I, I was like, this is how Showgirls should have been filmed. It, as soon as the music started playing, me and Mark are like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> this just got good. The uh, dude, she died pretty bad too. Oh, it was gets scared, runs the opposite direction, trips, and her head Face goes for- into. a face first in a bear trap yeah yeah about that not as bloody as i would have liked it but still just like i i bet it was bloody in the original script oh i'm sure it's like it happened so fast everyone's just like damn the uh yeah there was yeah it was a bunch of great great shit the um uh yeah fucking great and then everything everything that adam said adam levine said was was fucking hilarious so much great shit there the uh, adam divine not adam levine um, I was gonna say, is Adam Levine a singer? Yes, um, that he's a lead singer of Maroon Five. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. I'm um, sure you know it for you know just the obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Brandon also is. Oh a, my god, my girlfriend loves it. He's the, sitting in the car. <laughs> same thing with Brandon and Spice Girls. Um, hey, hey, he owns that. Oh, I do. The Spice I Girls it. are awesome. All right. 
You don't have to convince me. All of them do. Okay. The, uh, I don't if we think, agree, and, why are we arguing? Look, nobody loves yeah. the Spice Girls like Brandon does. It's kind of, I, Again, I thought he was bullshitting me for the longest <laughs> Oh, no, no. Time. I'm the only one that took him seriously. You I, really are. Dude, I, I was like, I, he's absolutely 110% a fan. The, um, you, like, I, I get it. I understand. The, um, uh, they're also kind of hot. So, so yeah, but still speaking, speaking of hot, the, uh, but yeah, that one girl that was dancing in this movie was pretty great. Oh the, um, God. Yes. The, and the whole thing about the cell phone, you know, yep. <laughs> was great. The, um, oh my God. And also all like the 80, the eighties one liners, like what's online and, um, and like all the. What's online shopping? The the fish out of water shit was great. Oh god. The um was absolutely I could fit so you're telling me this piece of cordless tech that I could fit in my mouth is a phone? Oh yeah. That was one sure. of the warpers. I, I, I still love that. Taylor just puts a whole just stuff. shoves an iPhone in her mouth like Jesus. And every and every dude in the audience didn't laugh. They were like Oh god, yes. The uh, all their eyes went wide. <laughs> the uh and they had every to, straight they, dude's like, oh god, yes. Every gay dude's like, oh honey. The um, <laughs> I can do better. The um, uh, <laughs> dude, that one thing too, man. I couldn't imagine being in a fucking theater when uh, when fucking Adam's character turns up. He's like, what are you, a fag? I'm like, like holy shit, I've heard that in a while. The uh, I was like, I haven't heard that since Bill Burr's last special. The, you put bananas in his pancakes. What a fag! Oh my god! I fucking like bananas in my pancakes. Fuck you. The um, uh, I'm more of a blueberry guy, but they, I, I hear you. The uh, oh my god, it was it was fucking great. He didn't. Oh my god, all his all his one liners and everything else. Where oh the uh, <laughs> two chicks for the price of one. <laughs> the genie's already out of the bottle. <laughs> The, uh, it, it, I just love that whole thing. Ew. <laughs> the, uh, in sync. Uh, in sync. Beautifully in sync. Um, uh, yeah, there was a bunch of, yeah, it was a, a great fucking movie. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm almost overwhelmed by how good it was. The, um, I mean, there was plenty of great shit. So I want to hear your favorite moment. I, I told you the dance. Oh, the dance. Yeah. Right, anything, yeah. anything else? Um, that we haven't already covered. Yeah. Um, when Paula crashes the car, <laughs> yeah. I'm not dead. They hit him. He's dead now. She crashes into the totem pole. Adam Devine just goes and his body gets mangled. Fucking <laughs> contorted. And it's like Paula damn. was supposed to be the final girl. It was like, Paula's alive. Paula, don't move. <laughs> not just an explosion, but just like an explosion that is way bigger of an explosion than it should have been somebody used a lot just of to emphasize <laughs> that, how that, dead she is now. oh yeah very very dead the uh, very dead uh yeah there was a- um yeah i liked i liked the whole movie like this is my third yeah. time watching it it's still good the, the one thing i feel they could have done a little bit more with just to give because each character even the supporting characters had their own little thing that they did like their own little subplot the one that i feel they could have played a little bit more with not too much but just a little bit more was the one counselor who's just like wait so i'm not real 
and they kind of resolve that right then and there. I, I kind of wish they went into a little more of the existentialism there <laughs> and drew that out a little bit. I, I think I said out loud, I'm like, wow, he took that well. Yeah. The, uh, he, he took that he took really well. Really well. The, um, but he's like, but I'm real right now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the um, like, Because he is such a chill guy. And so it's just like, I feel like the existentialism could have just like broke turned him. Him, broke him. It's like, but for all i know that could have been in an earlier draft and they're just like eh, we're already pushing 88 minutes here something's got to go yeah, yeah. exactly we the need to keep um, that or, meta 92 minutes dude i, I really it, we gotta find out if it actually which movie i mean actually 92 they, minutes that would be amazing they're, they're like four or five minutes off from this being an actual 92 minute movie oh the, uh, that would have been great. So, yeah, if they if they, if they put in a subplot like that, there's your extra couple minutes to get it to 92. The, and by the way, I... That ab- was a huge missed opportunity. I'm a little ab- disappointed. Absolutely loved how it ended. It ended exactly yeah. like exactly the way that I would have wanted it to end. Because we're both guessing. We're like... like All right, like, was this a dream or are they in the sequel? Or in the sequel. And I'm like, I'm going to go with sequel. And I was right. The... Uh, Fucking gizmo. The... Oh, yeah. And you're like, like oh, shit. The Rubik's Cube. The the tube soda uh, uh, t- tab tab soda. tab soda tab soda that's it the, uh, and t- then Gizmo and the Gizmo I like lost our, our, our fake brand of soda now needs to be tube yeah exactly they um uh, exactly we gotta make a fake soda brand and then sell it they're gonna they're gonna be the brand the um uh, the the brand that we use in Gibbs out of blank um we're still waiting for that by the way the kickstarter's <laughs> going up soon no it's not <laughs> yes it is that is definitely going to be a running joke hashtag oh, gibbs yeah. on a plane hashtag I, don't gibbs on a plane. <laughs> I know you really <laughs> too late too late brandon's like i do not want to film that <laughs> i really don't want to film that all right how about this gibbs on a cruise furries in a ferrari no i'm drawing the line <laughs> no Brandon's You're going to replace me with Ray. That's fine. I but could I actually it. probably get us a cast for that movie. The, um, no, oh I know we God. could get a cast for it. That doesn't mean I want to do it. Did you ever, like, I love, I wish you could see some of these looks and everything else. Brandon has these great facial expressions where he laughs and then also questions his life choices at the same time. <laughs> He's doing that right now with Furries and Ferrari. The, um, no, but, I'm, I'm serious. I, I, I know people I can probably call and get us a cast. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, nice. That doesn't mean we should do it, though. The, uh... <laughs> gonna get into, like, Jeff Goldblum's speech. Also, the most expensive part of that movie is gonna be getting the fucking Ferrari. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 you're not wrong there. Yeah, that is true. The, uh, and I'm not in charge we, of that damn thing. I wonder if we can just get a leftover one from that Matt Damon, Christian Bale movie. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Sure, but um, no. Yeah, you get into that whole like Jeff Goldblum speech and everything else. Your your filmmakers were so preoccupied with whether or not that they sh- uh, they could. They they never stopped to wonder if they should. That's actually a lot truer than you realize. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a meme waiting to happen. Oh yeah. The uh, Brandon get on that. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, no this uh, this is a fucking dope movie. I'm very disapp- I'm with Zach. I am extremely disappointed. That it does not get the attention that it deserved, and I and I do. But if it did get the attention it deserved when it came out, would you have enjoyed it as much as you did tonight? Yes, I would have absolutely. I don't see why I wouldn't. I don't. I don't see a a reason in the world why I wouldn't have. But I like. I like meta movies. I like satire. I like these type of movies. I love comedy and I love horror. Also, I loved Last Action Hero for all the like the same 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 reasons. I love this fucking same reason. You can literally do this to any genre, and it would be great. The um, uh, the, if it were properly executed, 
Uh, you said they did a romance one, right? Yes, the director did direct a movie called Isn't It Romantic? And it is basically, it's not the exact same premise, but it's a pretty similar premise. Um, it's with Rebel Wilson and Liam Hemsworth and Adam Devine again. Because um, <laughs> why the fuck not? Yeah, a young woman disenchanted with love mysteriously finds herself trapped inside a romantic comedy. What about an Oscar bait one? Oh, that'd be great. That would be fucking fantastic. Well, I, only I, thing, would, I would actually love to film. The a movie only like thing that. I demand is that we get John Williams to do the score. Why John Williams? Because I feel like that's just like the highest of Oscar bait soundtracks we could probably find out. But there. he actually does good music. I know, but he could. Th- All right, Danny Elfman. But Danny Elfman also. Danny does Elfman's human- never won an Oscar. Well, that's just disappointing. That yeah. just makes it even funnier. He has been nominated before. Um, um, anybody want to guess for which movies? Batman? No. Spider-Man? No. Hulk? No. Ed Wood? No. He's okay. only been nominated for one Tim Burton movie. Uh, Beetlejuice? Nope. Edward Scissorhands? Nope. Sweeney Todd? Nope. Dude, I'm running out of Tim Burton movies, man. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, Corpse I'm... Bride? Nope. Nightmare Before Christmas? Not, Not a Tim not Burton, a Tim Burton movie. movie. <laughs> he fell into the... Dude, it, dude it, it's, it's, it's a fucking Tim Burton movie. Because nobody remembers who the fuck directed the movie. Henry Selleck! Except for Brandon. <laughs> he also did James the Giant Peach and Coraline. <laughs> and if you consider Monkey Bone a movie, he did that as well. <laughs> we gotta rewatch Monkey Bone, man. No, we I don't. gotta fucking watch that movie. Wait a minute. That's Brandon. Wait a minute, Frazier. wait a minute. I thought Tim Burton did Coraline. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the, oh my. This, this dude, poor director. Dude, like, like Disney completely <laughs> fucked that dude's career, man. Because they literally said Tim Burton's at, um, Nightmare Before Christmas. And that other guy, oh that poor God. guy. The, um, it's uh, even affecting him into his later dude, dude, I guarantee that if you ask like 10 people on the street who directed Nightmare Before Christmas, nine of them will say... Tim uh, Tim Burton and the, the last person will say I don't know. <laughs> that poor. Well, yes. Yeah, so the, the four... <laughs> Tim Burton's like, I'm just gonna move on from that yeah, sad the, the point. Four, the four movies he was nominated for an Oscar for are Goodwill Hunting. Really? Uh, okay. Men in Black. Uh, uh, mm, okay. All right. Uh, the Tim Burton movie he was nominated for is Big Fish. Uh, are you fu- All right. No, that makes sense. That that that. And that, that milk. What? And milk. The yep. fuck is milk? It's, it's, it's about Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Milk. Yeah. The, um, Harvey Milk? And, bi- and biopic. He was a uh, um, senator or congressman in, in San Francisco. Oh. Gay, gay rights guy back from the 60s. Oh, okay. The, um, uh, the, um, I, didn't, I never got a chance to see the movie. Yeah, California's first definitely gay elected official. Oh. I haven't seen it either. I heard good things, though. Yeah. yeah. Who directed Good performance. It? What's up? Who directed it? Uh, Gus Van Sant. Hmm. He Me. also did Good Will Hunting. Yeah. <clears throat> good show. And the Psycho remake. <laughs> we don't he's, he's one of those directors that has a very interesting career a lot of weird shit yeah you know i give him props for pulling off the psycho remake shot for shot like that is i don't know one of the yeah but, watch him back to that. and it's like it's not a good movie but when you listen to why he made it he's basically just says i wanted to do this to prove that it can't be done you are correct sir okay well it could be done that doesn't mean it's a good idea you're so preoccupied with whether or not you could. could you never stop to ask, ask if you should. 
Wow, that should be a just the all right. Uh, that's that's gonna be like yeah. Like every time we're in a pitch meeting with each Jeff other, Jeff Goldblum just, just needs to be there, and it's just like, all right, it's my time. All right, all right let's let's. Uh, 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 we're just gonna say like every time we have a pitch meeting and everything else, and somebody also comes Jeff up, Goldblum's best performance is a horror movie, by the way. The fly. Are you talking yes. about the fly? Yes. Yeah, I figured you're talking about the fly. Yeah. Um, Every time somebody has a ridiculous pitch and everything else, we'll just say Jurassic Park, and then we'll move on. Then we'll laugh, and then we'll move on. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Later. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh, all right. The um, Anything you want to talk about with the final girls that we missed? Besides, it's awesome. It is awesome. Um, I, I recommend it, this movie to It really to the is a such degree. a jam-packed movie. It's like I know we're forgetting stuff, but there's so much. You know what? Let's leave some for you know the audience to watch, even though we yeah. spoiled the whole fucking movie. Whoops. Uh, yeah, uh, it's such a good fucking movie, though. Like, I fully recommend this to almost anybody. Yeah, it's just a really damn good movie. Do you want to hear my Justin story? Yes. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Okay. Tell us so, what little JJ said. I saw this movie <laughs> earlier, like during the heart of the quarantine, when it's just like we couldn't leave our apartment. Um, or, I mean, you could, but just for a grocery store and all that. So it's just like we had no reason to leave. Yeah, like hardcore quarantine days at time. Um, so I was going through, and to kill the time, I was posting on my Instagram and Facebook my top 10 movies of each movie of the last 10 years, from 2010 to 2019. Um, and so I was taking that as an opportunity to catch up on a whole bunch of movies that I missed, smaller movies. And for 2015, uh, the Final Girls was a movie that came up in my searches. I uh, read what it was about, and it was like, I like this cast, and this sounds like an interesting movie. I am going to pay the three dollars to rent it on Amazon. And I oh, it wasn't on Shutter. Nope. Oh, wow, that's surprising. And Shutter, I, what the fuck are you doing? And I highly enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I was telling you guys about it. I was telling Justin about it. I told Justin about it, and then maybe like. About a month ago, maybe a little less, maybe a little more, give or take. Um, he remembered me talking about it, and we were at the, not the exchange, the other one, Reckless Records. And he saw that they had a used copy of it for $8. And he asked me, is this worth $8? And I said, yeah. And if you don't get it, I'm going to get it. And so he puts it in the stack that he's going to buy. And then I'm, I'm a little disappointed that he put it in his stack. But I went looking around, and I actually found a used copy of Let You Go Batman movie on 4K, so I went to get that. And so I bought it, and then Justin bought his stuff, and then after we left, he said, yeah, I put the final girls back. I decided to get something else instead, and I'm just like, I wish you told me that, because then I would have bought it, but we were already at the train station by the time he tells me that. So then, a few days later... I forget what I was looking for, um, but I went back to records because I was looking for something else. And I think I did find what I was looking for. I don't quite remember. But I also went to see if that copy of Final Girls was still there. And it was. So I bought it. And then I texted Justin saying, hey, so I bought that copy of Final Girls. And then like a day or two later, he comes over and I show it to him. And he loves it. (laughs) (laughs) And he regrets that he was holding it in his hands, was gonna buy it, decided not to. And basically the moral of the story is if you snooze, you lose. 
Always. Absolutely, which is why I just ordered mine. Nice, nice. The uh, Zach, anything? Uh, any other last things before I do my question of the podcast? It was... I, I cannot recommend this movie anymore. I think... It, 2015, you know, fuck you, Kathleen Kennedy. You fucked up Star Wars. Yeah, this is probably my favorite movie of 2015 now. Nice. Nice. The, um, yeah, this, fucking see this movie. Yeah. Um, see this movie. Um, I gave uh, it a higher rating than a Star Wars movie. Granted, it's a Disney Star Wars movie, so it's just shitty fan fiction, but still. The uh, But you're not bitter. Um, no, I, I am not, Mark. I, Thank you for establishing that clear fact of life. The uh, Zach's opinions do not reflect those of Disney corporations <laughs> and subsidiaries <laughs> or affiliates, nor its future subsidiaries. Um, uh, the uh, anyway, it, <laughs> uh, the uh, you know what I'm Wait, adding. Just that, put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm adding. I'm adding that to the fucking list of shit that Zach's not allowed to talk to uh, talk about during business hours. The um, uh, we're gonna be in the middle of an executive meeting with somebody from Disney. I'm just gonna open my mouth. Yeah, those fucking assholes. What do you say? Uh, nothing. Zach, leave. No. Get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> hey, guess what? I own 25%, bitch. <laughs> Get 25% ass out of here. Anyway, um, uh, Final Girls is fucking awesome. Uh, if you are a fan of horror, if you're a fan of satire, if you're a fan of comedy, if, if you're, you're a fan, a fan of, of parody, good satire, not the scream satire, but good satire. It's like that is a, an opinion, and your opinion happens to be wrong. But we'll move on My opinion that. is right because I am always right. Therefore, I am right. <laughs> No. <laughs> Just no. Anyway, uh Final Girls is fucking awesome. Go and see it. Um Please uh, do. give give you know and pay the money. Um pay the money back to the people who created this and um because they deserve it. Uh, they deserve your your money because this is a quality piece of entertainment. So like the last action hero before this movie got noticed way too fucking late. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. But you know, hopefully it'll make a nice resurgence in the, in the cult uh, and cult film status. Like I said, ten years from now, this movie is going to be a popular hit, and it's going to be impossible to find it anywhere. And unlike the last action hero, this one isn't a half hour too long. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Excuse me. The uh, uh, moving on. Anyway, um, uh, so I'm going to go to my uh, question in the podcast. Um, the and how appropriate it is. Um, uh, <laughs> Zach, uh, what is Zach and Brandon? Uh, what, and you and me, you have to I, answer this too. I know. Uh, what are your favorite final girls from your uh, from horror movies? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start because I actually did some research and thought about my answer. No, same here. Um, so the two I landed on are Ellen Ripley from Alien. That's a good one. Okay. Because why not? She's freaking awesome. That is a, that okay. is a solid um, But probably my less conventional pick is Alice from Night Rain Elm Street 4 and 5. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very cool. I mean, yeah, sure. The, um, uh, I like in Night Rain Elm Street 4 how she would take on the traits of her friends as they die. Um, and I also like she actually survives two movies. That's fair. Something Nancy couldn't do. I mean, she kind of did. But kind of nuts. Look, the... she's in the final movie. And she survives. Head on. But that was Heather Langenkamp, not Nancy. I mean, but they're one in the same. And she becomes Nancy. We, we don't have time to discuss <laughs> stuff right now. 
Dude, I think that's going to take less time. I'm sorry, that's going to take more time than Brandon trying that, to explain. That's a whole podcast yeah, all of a that, That's going to take more time than Brandon trying to explain the timeline of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. We're going to get that corkboard one day. I they, don't know uh, when, but we're going to finally do it. It's what, just going to show up at the house and it's like, well, I know what we're doing for the next 90 minutes. The, uh, we're going to listen to Brandon rant, rant like a lunatic about the timeline. The uh, Anyway, Zach... So my uh, my number one is Christy Cotton from Hellraiser. All right, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, um, anybody who could put up with Cenobites, uh, not once but twice, not th- three fucking times, is just a pure fucking badass. And if you read the Hellraiser Boom comics, she becomes an even bigger badass by taking on the mantle of Pinhead at some point. And oh my god, is it fucking amazing. That sounds like a really bizarre story. Oh, it is. It's It just goes to places. Do you have you... a copy of that one? Uh, No, I fucking wish I did. Oh. Yeah, one of these days. Because I would totally read it if you had it. Dude, I'm trying to get the Hellraiser Boom series, the Friday the 13th comics, and the Nightmare on Elm Street comics. Those things are pricey as hell. But yeah, and my uh, second favorite uh, final girl is Tina from Friday the 13th Part 7. Because she's the only one to truly beat the shit out of Jason. Oh, uh, what's it called? She has the force. She has the force. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, that is that is definitely, definitely true. Yeah. Um, I will, I actually have three picks. Um, Let me guess. One of them is, is one it, of them Nev Campbell and Scream. Yes, that's it. That is correct. Gee Willikers is what the is other the... one Courtney Cox and Scream. No, okay. um, no. Um, <laughs> um, is I, the other one David Arquette and Scream? No. Um, even though I'm sure he, I, you know, he'd be a very, very pr- pretty final girl, but no. Um, it is. It is. Sydney. Is the other one Randy from Scream? Uh no. Oh, and that and that doesn't work for two reasons. <laughs> the um, are you sure about that? Mark? Yes, I'm really sure. Um, uh, he was yes. never so happy to be a virgin. The uh, <laughs> well didn't quite work out the second time. Um, uh, the uh, rules have changed. Yeah, oh shit. The uh, yes, they have. Um, obviously, number one, yes, um, is Sydney from there. Um, the um, the dream girl, the the bride from uh, Ready or Not. Um, which I fucking loved. And then actually, I would... S- s- the... Uh, yes, that is correct. I... She is a final girl. She's the only girl. She's the only girl. That's the thing. <laughs> no, she's not the only girl. There's several women in that. In yeah, that but they're all they're trying the to kill her. I, I know, but, they're all, but the they all kill- but they all died at the end. So it, 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 it does work. I don't have time for this. The, <laughs> the, again, it's a whole other podcast. That's all this podcast, and I and I would also say too the um, the last girl in from Dust Till Dawn, um, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. Yeah, eh. I didn't enjoy that, but I just enjoy uh, from Dust Till Dawn. You just enjoy that one fucking line. The, no, I enjoy the whole fucking movie. It's a fantastic movie. But Psychos do not explode when the, fucking sunlight hits them. I don't give a damn who you are. I don't give a damn how crazy they are. Um, yeah, those I don't are, know. I think Zach's right about the line. And no, it's I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. No, Zach was totally correct. The uh, I, I, don't I, forget, Mark. I'm always right. The yeah, uh, no, you were not, sir. <laughs> um, I, I, but yeah, those are those are my picks. Um, uh, those are definitely uh, are my favorite ones. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I think we got some good uh, good picks. But uh, obviously, it was too obvious not to take part of picking our favorite final girls while yeah. we're talking about the final girls when that was originally going to be our actual main topic and you know what then we I, watched the movie I, I am so glad we watched I am movie. so glad that we did too um, I am because I was actually pushing for just talking about a whole podcast about the final girls as a genre's topic 
But man, I am very, very glad that we yeah, watched this, this fucking movie. movie. Was just fucking yeah, fantastic. it was dynamite, absolute dynamite. God. The um, but I think I think it's uh, now as good as any time to give the final thoughts, Zachary. Squirrels. Brandon. See the final girls. It's a good movie. Yep. Very underappreciated. The uh, yep and underappreciated is an understatement for this one. For real. Uh, and now I'm gonna go with the same thing. See final girls. It's fucking fantastic. The um, uh, it has everything that you would want in that type of movie. It has heart. It has it has uh, decent horror. Um, uh, and it has um, great satire, great comedy. Overall, great fucking movie. Great camera work. That too. That too. The uh, so Brandon. Yes. Closes out, sir. That's it for the Nightmares podcast. You can find us in all of our various social medias at Midwest Horror Network. And you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Slasher. And also check out our awesome show, narrative show, Living Nightmares, uh, where we uh, go into uh, real life experiences that have happened to people. Um, And also check out our other brand new show, uh, screaming room uh, where we discuss watch react to some lesser known horror movies we will eventually do the final girls but it will be only available on our website and on our patreon in the very future and Whenever check out goes up and uh, check out zach's uh, brand new show let's play a game where he goes and reviews and plays all awesome horror video games the current game right now is carry on the horrifying amalgamation of the thing the blob and carnage on crack Thank you very much. There's a sequel called Carry On My Wayward Son. I'm going to fucking stab you. Thank you very much for, for listening, and we will see you all next time. Bye.